Okay, guys, so my name's Joel Ingram, and this is the Midlife Crisis Man. And this is a review of the interview with Andy Storch. These are some of the takeaways that I thought you guys might like uh, to maybe try and implement in your own lives, or some of the things that t or topics that were discussed, maybe you wanted clarity on. So here we go. So masterminds were mentioned uh, numerous times within the conversation. So I thought I'd look up what exactly a mastermind was. So there is termed here as groups uh, are relatively new. To, mastermind groups are relatively new to most people, even though Napoleon Hill created the concept around 75 years ago with his book, Think and Grow Rich. It's a classic, by the way, worth a read. A mastermind group is designed to help you navigate through challenges using the collective intelligence of others. So how does a mastermind work? The group meets weekly, monthly, even daily, if it makes sense, to tackle challenges and, pro and, uh, and problems together. They lean on each other. They give advice, share connections, and occasionally do business with each other when appropriate. Another thing mentioned within the, po within the podcast was the victim mindset. So this is something I definitely uh, relate to. Uh, so if you have a victim mentality, in other words, if you feel powerless to affect your circumstances, you're likely to feel that the world is doing it to you and that there is nothing you can do about it. So another way of saying this might be that if something happens, it always feels as though you have absolutely no choice or there is no action you can do to change what has happened. Whereas if you decide to look at it from the point of view of you always have a choice. So if somebody's not being nice to you, you have a choice. Either you take it or you don't. Or if somebody's calling you names, either you listen to it or you don't. There's always choice. But it's recognizing that choice. And the victim mindset takes you into a place of uh, listening to it, taking it on, and then lowering your self-esteem and self-worth. He also mentioned about being unhappy in his job and how he wanted to do something different, but he didn't know what to do. So he invested in a mastermind and started talking to people and learning from others. With this, he generally goes, as he said, things started to work out. Now, I know Andy has had great success after the mastermind as he then went on to lead the next mastermind. I mean, he's networking with people, you know, high achievers, people that want to be better, um, which is going to increase his, his communication, his networking ability, and he's going to learn from others. He's going to get insights as other people lean on and express their problems and troubles they're going through. So there's continual learning. So it's, these masterminds are really powerful. And if you can afford one or you're thinking about going into one, I highly recommend. He also mentioned uh, personal SWOT analysis. So a SWOT analysis, like he said, is strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. You can look up online. In fact, I'll probably post one into my Facebook group. Um, put one in there for you to have a look at. Uh, just It allows you to... It, Identify what strengths you have, what weaknesses you have, uh, where are your opportunities, and, and where are the threats. So if, if you're trying to achieve something in life, apl applying a SWOT analysis to yourself or your situation can allow you to identify the areas you need to work on, but it'll also allow you to identify what strengths you have, which will help you through the upcoming change, because this is all about change. So it also touches on how... Um, Luck can be defined as the intersect between timing and hard work. But generally, luck doesn't come 
on its own. He mentions Tony Robbins and how Tony says that all fulfillment comes from challenge and growth. Yeah, this is something I firmly believe. If you're not growing, you're dying. You know, I mean, you look at nature. Look at nature with all the, the trees and animals. If, you, if you're not growing, you're dying. And ask yourself, where are you growing? How are you growing? I Ask yourself, are you growing? You know, and, and then pursue and seek things that will help you grow, whether it's the ability to interact with others, whether it's a new skill that you'd like to learn. You know, this is, it, it, these are all clusters growing. It doesn't matter as long as it as long as it fulfills or makes you feel happy when you do it. A great piece of advice which I uh, have since implemented in my life is uh, is recommendations on the thirty minutes or twenty minutes he said in the morning for reading. So I try to allocate thirty minutes every morning now. It's a very calming, tranquil part of the day. Allows uh, ideas in my head to germinate. And I get to sit there with my wife, have a cup of coffee before the day starts and the hustle and bustle and the kids get up. So it's a nice way to start the day and put you in a good frame of mind going forward. You mentioned time, about how we get a philosophy on time. Now, we all get the same amount of time when we do. The only difference is how we use it. So if you find yourself struggling for time, maybe have a look at how much time you're spending on Facebook, how, many, how, many, how often you slip into the abyss of Instagram, your thumb flicking up over the next photo, the next photo. There's a reason it's designed that way. We've got a, we've got a seeking element in our brain which craves more. So it's geared. Instagram is a perfect uh, gear for something to get lost in. So that time, if, you know, if you're not getting lost in Facebook or Instagram or binge-watching Netflix, try and put that time aside. Use it to implement something that you're truly interested in, not just looking to get lost in. So if you're looking to improve a skill, you know, take up woodworking or something, or, you know, do something productive, look on YouTube for something that will move your skill forward, whether it's your victim mindset, read a book, read a chapter from a book, do something with that time other than squander it because there's going to come a point where you're going to become acutely aware of how long you have left. And it's going to terrify you to think, what you've done with your life. So, like he mentioned, Saturday mornings, he said he does a little bit of work in the morning on Saturdays, uh, but family times are weekends. He said he tries not to work on a weekend. This is something that resonated with me, and when he said it, it felt so right. So, I have decided to implement it into my life. So, I'm trying to set myself apart from working Saturdays and Sundays every week. That's not to say I won't be there for my team, because I will, if needed. But I'm not going to make it the norm. It's going to be when needed. So I'm going to prioritize my, my family, because when I do that, it feels right, and it feels like I'm doing the right thing. It also makes me happy. Social media, one of the biggest causes of discontent within our lives, and it uh, lies in comparing with others. And this self-destructive habit will allow us to gloss over all the things we have to be grateful for. And as you pursue the life of others, you're pursuing their highlight reel. You know, people posting all the holidays and meals out they're going on, and you have absolutely no idea what's going on behind the scenes. So why would you compare with something you don't know all the facts about? So that's one thing to take away, and I think that's quite an important one, because a lot of people and social media on the whole is responsible for a lot of discontent within people's lives. 
especially with the increase in tech and uh, engagement with tech as well. So personally for myself, I can recall on the mastermind, I started to compare my where I was against others. And these are men from all walks of life. Some highly successful in the business world to myself working on the shop floor in a factory who had all one thing in common, the desire to be better, better men, better husbands, and better fathers. And I realized that if I was to keep comparing myself to the people that were highly successful, then I'm already setting myself up for failure because there's a reason that they're successful. There's things they figured out that I haven't figured out. And there's a reason I haven't figured them out. So comparison is, is a, bit of a bit of an enemy and uh, it's certainly negative and it certainly does not serve you. So if you can cut it out of your life, I advise you. Because com uh, comparing yourself to what others have or what they're doing is no state to live. Communicate. This is one of my favorites and my wife will batter me because I'm always telling her about the power of communication. So he, he goes on to saying about getting aligned with his wife. But remember, getting aligned with your, your wife is about discussion. This is about what you both want to achieve in life. I mean, you're here for so long. I mean, you, you default through most of your life when you suddenly turn around in your 40, 45, 50, and you realize, hang on a second, I'm stuck in a job. I've got to provide for my family. I've got three kids and a mortgage. I've got credit card payments. If you're not aligned, nothing's going to change. But like I said, this is a discussion. This is you not telling your wife what's going to happen. This is the discussion for you to openly come together, hopefully come together, and openly discuss where you want to be. I mean, it's some awkward conversations. It's not going to, you know, it might be easy. It might not be easy. But unless you have that conversation, you'll never know. And when you can get on the same page with things, it's a game changer. Okay, so Andy also mentioned what he called his big three, um, which he said was personal growth and self-discovery. So it's basically investment in yourself. Books, podcasts, seminars, masterminds, whatever you can do to afford, do it. Or even courses at your local library. Maybe take, a, I don't know, an Excel course or a coding course or whatever you can find, whatever you, you know, whatever fits your needs that allows you to invest in yourself and keep looking at yourself. You now find the times to consume. I mean, I consume most of my podcasts on the walk to work and on the way home. So I listen to a book on the way to work and I listen to a podcast on the way home from work. And then when I, in the, in the mornings, I'm reading. So on downtime, I know it's difficult with kids when you're trying to fit it all in, but there's a lot of what they call transition time and transition time could be when you pop into the shops, when you're doing dishes, um, when you're engaged in an activity that doesn't involve others or basically like a solo activity, that's when you could be taking it on. Because I used to listen to a lot of podcasts on the trip to the shop and I amazed myself with how much I consumed. I used to listen to books on Audible um, and you can play them at you know faster than one time speed so you can play them at two, two and a half times speed. As long as the information goes in, it's, it's, it's positive because it means that you are learning. You also mentioned about the masterminds with the, uh, surrounding yourself with people who want to do remarkable things. So this is elevating your peer group. This is uh, Jim Rohn. You are the sum of the five people you will surround yourself with. So have a look around yourself. 
would you swap lives with the people that are around you? Are there people that you aspire to or people that you hold as mentors, even if it's unofficially? Because these are the people that you want to be trying to uh, put yourself around or be in the company of because they will lift you up. So, yeah, there we have it. That's his big three, personal growth and self-discovery. Surround yourself with people who want to do remarkable things. And finally, align and communicate with your wife to pursue the life you both want. So I hope this was helpful. Like I said, there was a lot of content within the show. Sometimes it's difficult to pull out the actionable advice. I've tried to do that here. Uh, let me know what you think. If there's anything you think I've missed, please let me know on Facebook. And uh, thank you for listening. Have a good day, guys.